overall musicality of the performance. Resound Concert is like a symphony of bells. This festive concert will feature exciting new arrangements and traditional favorites. There'll be four performances in the Kansas City area. December 8th at 7 p.m. at Rolling Hills Presbyterian Church. That's at 9300 Nall Avenue in Overland Park. December 9th at 3 p.m. at the First Christian Church, 125 South Pleasant Street in Independence, Missouri. December 10th at 3 p.m. at the First Presbyterian Church at 1625 Northwest O'Brien Road in Lee Summit. And finally, December 17th, 3 p.m. at the Lenexa United Methodist Church, 9133 Canaan Lake Road in Lenexa. For more information on these and many other events in our area, go to kkfi.org slash arts KC go. This is Maria Vasquez Boyd, and you're listening to 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Wednesday, everyone. It's time for Art Speak Radio on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Thanks for joining us today. We've got a great lineup of guests. We have uh, Protolab, also known as AKA. We have Jane Booth. We have Annie Herrera. So stick around. We'll be right back with more. Good to go. It's, uh, you know, Thanksgiving Eve, right? And uh, I hope that you're all well and looking forward to uh, some time together. You know, we've got this great group of people in the studio. This this whole studio is loaded with creative people that are just wanting to talk to you. But we're going to talk first with Pat Alexander because he's with Charlotte Street. And we're going to talk about Protolab, which is um, a performance-based uh, yeah, event, right, Pat? Yeah, hi, Maria. Thanks for letting me be on here today with all these other amazing artists. Um, yeah, so ProtoLab is um, a bi-monthly series where Eddie Moore and myself, okay. we pair um, artists to work for the first time together to present a one-time-only performance. So it's pairing visual artists who are working with media and then producers as well. And so this upcoming one, as known as, we've got four of them with us today kind of talking about their project. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea because I always wonder sometimes with with guests that come in the show, whether they're uh, musicians or performers or, or actors, 
painters, whatever, I always wonder what the the culmination of their work together, the collaboration would would come up with. So this is a great idea. Yeah, and um, and there's so many times that they're working in their studios and at home. Yeah, and you know they're working behind the scenes, and so it's also kind of giving them a little bit of face time with the audience and also understanding just the process and how they work. So it, it's is it mainly Kansas City based? Yeah, artists. this is all Kansas City-based okay. artists. Okay. It's typically three of them. It's usually a, a music producer with a visual artist, uh, and typically they're working in digital media mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And then they'll pair it with, like, a soloist. And then this is the performance takes place? This is at Charlotte Street's uh, Stern Theater, the Black Box Theater over there off of Roanoke and 31st Street in our new facility. And it's next Thursday, November 30th. It's free-ish. <laughs> yes, you can say that. I can say you know, free. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I'm going to uh, ask you to introduce our, our guests because, I mean, I know their names. We've got Adrian Halfern, Xavier Omnison, Fleming, Rich Lester, JKR70, and DJ Denzel James Allen uh, Malibri. But if you could talk about uh, how, yeah. how you brought them together sure. and introduced them. So, so Eddie Moore, who co-curates this with me, he kind of typically – looks out for the music part and I do the visual part and Mm -hmm. then we think what would be a good marrying and uh, Adrian Halpern is someone I've been following his career for over a decade Um, big fan of what he's been doing and I knew that he was also playing with some video projection kind of work and I thought this would be a great opportunity because we have this beautiful projector and they can do a full screen thing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I knew he was very connected in the hip-hop community which um knowing Joker 70 they'd done some projects together at Lady Volkis and things like that and then um Xavier you know he comes from a legacy family and you hear that he plays drums you're like this sounds really good like pair them together and then DJ's my first time to work with him um but he's he's got he's bringing the goods you don't thank you for saying Joker 70 because I kind of mispronounced that. But, but, you know, this is really exciting because you're all coming from different areas. And where do you begin in your, your collaboration and your, you know, uh, talking about the performance and everything that goes with it? Well, I've been working. My name's Adrian Halpern. I've been Adrian, working with uh, yeah. Rich Joker 70 Lester for yeah. oh, probably over 10 years now. Uh-huh. And... Um, we're just on to the next project and I thought of Xavier working with him I started creating some things a couple years ago and uh, we put it on the back burner but it was still there and uh, when I talked to Pat he hit me to the idea and I went to uh, record Xavier for this project met DJ liked his personality Mm -hmm. liked how he played the drums it was a great Mm. fit invited him in so we had four people already and it was a band and uh, we named the band AKA as known as and uh, proceeded from there. And uh, it's a very analog and digital event showcasing live video, uh, percussion, uh, like I said, digital production mm-hmm. and uh, some surprises here and there. Now with with your work in, in this this part of, of the group, um, are you're using a variety of disciplines for, for your part of it? I created all the, the video work for okay, it, okay. Um, but all of us put right. everything into it. Right. Um, right. And that is the was the point for this project, was to let go of any, just everything, and yeah. just create. And it works out, and very few bumps in the head, but other than that, yeah. it came out very beautiful. You know, was it driven by any any certain kind of idea or inspired by something? Hey, guys, let, let's kind of 
have a take a response to this. Maybe it was uh, the percussionist. Maybe it was a drum beat. Maybe was there an image or something that you began to create from a source? <laughs> Mainly, it's just an ode to the drum. It's okay, an it's okay. ode to music and visuals, yeah. and yeah. really just an ode to art, just creating. Yeah. Uh, it's spontaneous creating. That's how I work personally. Um, I, I, the video was created within a month, month's time, mm -hmm. um, with a couple mm -hmm. exceptions. Mm -hmm. um, as far as music and inspired or inspiration, I mean, we all come from a yeah. variety of backgrounds with numerous years of experience and ex inspiration. So I think it's just everything currently at that time we're projecting this to to the universe. Well, and, and I know two of the members, DJ and uh, Omnisan, may I call you that? Yeah. Okay, uh, that you're, you're strong in the percussion, uh, and is that something that you grew up learning uh, the percussion, or was it uh, mainly through the traditional music society in Kansas City? Uh, when I grew up, uh, my name is DJ. When I grew up, Xavier, or Omnisan, his father um, picked me up as his protege, and ever since then I've been studying under him, and now I'm starting to teach my own classes mm. and branch out. Mm. And it was right at that period where I was uh, kind of aloof as to where I wanted to go in the art world as, as far as music. And Adrian showed up at the end of a showcase, and Xavier was like, hey, this is my friend Adrian. Mm -hmm. And it all jumped off from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and I, I think the really cool thing is that I, Adrian and I, and I went to um, Paseo Academy together for a shirt period and Adrian said the other day that uh, he had thought about working with me for a while and um, I've always known of his work and um, if I can say um, <laughs> we have uh, he has a, a son in one of our classes and uh, so we kind of reconnected just because that's how the universe decided to work yeah, um, yeah. and it's just kind of cool to be able to work with a person that I've known that has just kind of grown over the years. I've always heard of his work. And um, yeah, it's just great to see it come together. Well, and, and if, if you don't mind my saying, um, I've, I've known your father, um, Omnisan, for a number of years. And he has been so instrumental here in the Kansas City, Missouri uh, community uh, with his traditional uh, music society, Bird Fleming. Um, you know, the man is all over the place and teaching, and he just has a real passion for showing, uh, you know, what he knows to, to whole generations of, of young people. Uh, so I'm not surprised that that connection came about, and it's just so beautiful. Um, Joker 70, do you have a, a similar story? I mean, were you all sort of, in a way, kind of came together at some point maybe knowing one another at a point in your life? Um, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I ran into Adrian through the art scene uh -huh. uh, years and years ago, and he's always done this really intricate, otherworldly art. He hand draws all of it, and he, he approached me a few years ago and was like, I would like you to do music to accompany mm. an art show, or I'd like mm -hmm. you to do music to accompany wow. the video, and I, I, I love working, I love producing, any any excuse to do so, I'll do it. And then I met these guys, mm. and the inspiration for this to 
kind of jump off of what you were speaking to Adrian about. I was inspired by his visuals, just the the intricacy uh-huh. of it, and this thing grew f- like from the seed that he put forth as far as the visuals go, and we all just kind of looked at it and got uh-huh. inspired, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a show. So, what did this all come about because of this uh, the Proto Lab? Yeah, right, Pat. Yeah, then that's the idea is to get mm-hmm. them together, <coughs> different artists who mm-hmm. potentially have big ideas but maybe don't have the funding or the yeah. way or time or place to do it. So, you know, this has been in talk since June maybe, mm-hmm. no, maybe longer than that, but they started working on this. So what's cool is that it's only going to happen one time. It's a oh, no, one-hour no, thing. <laughs> and so it's really about is is really getting audience support and like yeah. really experiencing yeah. being in the present of seeing this you know it's great to go to exhibitions and music shows and all that but when you can kind of cross these together it's like yeah. how do you listen to music how do you look at art here's a different way of kind of approaching what a great experience um if you just tune in i'm maria vasquez boyd art speak radio i'm talking about proto lab a bi-monthly experimental platform produced by musician composer eddie moore and charlotte street now it takes place thursday november 30th at 7 30 to 9 p.m and that's going to be at 3333 wyoming street kansas city missouri at the charlotte street stern theater Again, 7.30 to 9 p.m. Um, the performance is followed by a Q&A, which I, I man, I, I love that because, you know, people, I think, are very interested in knowing about these collaborations and, and speaking to each of you in, in ways that um, that is beneficial to the audience and probably to you, right? Yeah, and I think the other part is allowing the audience after they've participated, because they're, they're as much a part of this yeah. as the artists. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. um, so for them, they don't always, you know, they're taking a risk by coming out. Yeah. They don't necessarily know what they're doing, and they yeah. don't want to um, ask a stupid question. And that's why we sure. open it up as a safe thing, like, let's talk about it. And like, right. like if you want to talk geeky about what kind of mm-hmm. Ableton he was using or this and that, well, yeah, this yeah. Like is also a way to network these kind of artists as well. I love that. So, uh, yeah, Protolab presents AKA as known as, which is an audio-visual experience that invites you to step outside of the physical world and into the spiritual. So this is really going to be quite an experience. Even though you came together because of Protolab for each of you, do you feel that there's more there for you to to take it to stage two or stage three or or think about it in different ways how you want to uh, carry on this work yeah that's actually the plan um the whole project was based like we're like a band and then we break up and come back together again in a way and um but i think we're going to be working together definitely i've already been looking at other opportunities in the future and with charlotte street fund of Uh course and we also Um, did video document it so there's opportunities for there's opportunities for post-editing of mm-hmm. all the documentation, okay, so okay. I think there was talk of potentially even a film, right? Yeah, this is going to be audio and video recorded, and it's going to be like a live album. So we're looking mm-hmm. at in the the, mm-hmm. the uh, um, artwork for the, it's already for the artwork cover is already designed for it, mm-hmm. and that's the art that's shown on the flyer. I'm listening to you talk, but I'm also wondering if there's it, this feels like it has built into it a certain kind of space that would be 
ideal or unique or just just a, a great venue that it could be really experienced in in a much more richer way i mean not to say that charlotte street isn't but you know i i just think there's 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 so much potential right i agree i yeah. agree i do yeah. think that the the theater at charlotte street it's the ideal environment yeah. to experience this ideally the product afterwards would be someone would you know queue up the mp3 or what have you mm. and queue up the video at the same time and be able to watch it in their own home oh, i like that i like that yeah it's a personal experience in and out so. yeah you know i am so happy that that you reached out to me because and and pat because uh, this is so exciting. And, and I want to, again, go through each of the members of AKA, um, Adrian Halpern, who has been interested in art for a very long time. You have a wide range of art uh, experiences behind you, drawing and digital art and laser cutting and so, so on, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So this is something, is this something new for you then to, to have this collaboration we, with each of these? It was new. It was new um, to have this opportunity with Charlotte Street Fund. Mm -hmm. It wasn't new to work in a collaborative mm -hmm. collaborative form. Um, it is new to work in a larger collaborative yeah. form yeah. and make everything more precise and um, you know to put things out there in a performance style. Um, and what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's just uh, giving folks a little bit of background about oh. you. And, and you know, I want to say that and Xavier Omnison Fleming, his work is inspired was by his upbringing steeped in the performing <clears throat> arts and his experience as a lifelong student of music and versed in styles including hip-hop, jazz, and that of the West African diasporas, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, the, the backgrounds really served to enrich this this entire performance, this event, right? Uh, Joker Rich Lester is a Kansas City-based artist and self-taught music producer for over 25 years. He's produced seven solo projects as Joker 70 and six projects under the moniker Human Crop Circles. Deep love of music, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, and drawing, video poetry in that. Uh, we also have DJ Denzel James Allen Malibri, who is, did I pronounce that? Uh, it's Malav. Oh, I knew that. Who is a percussionist from Kansas City, Kansas, who was a student and now teacher at the Traditional Music Society in Kansas City, uh, Kansas City Missouri. He's played numerous live events, uh, and sometimes you may find him performing with his bandmates in Stranded in the City, right? Yes. Yeah, currently? Yes. Current, okay, good. You know, um, what... Do you want audience audience members to take away from this performance? What do you hope um, happens for for the viewer in in this space? I would love for them to just be able to uh, take away from it their own feeling about it, about s seeing sound mm. is essentially what we're what we're trying yeah. to accomplish. And yeah. That's going to touch everybody in a different way, and that's that's just what we want. However, they whatever they take away from it, that's exactly what mm -hmm. we want. Mm -hmm. And I think it's yeah. just like it's a very much a breathing <clears throat> sort of experience. Like breathing being the drum in the heartbeat yeah. of that, you know, is that that's what's 
kind of also flows through that with Adrian's work as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I mean, I experienced that. I mean, I would expect people to be moving and dancing if they want to. Okay. Or like it's not a sit down and yeah. listen to this concert kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's come as you are, however you are, whoever you are, yeah. and just experience it. And from there, you know, um, and then we'll do the talk back and then you can share how you feel about it. You know, and, and for me, that, of course, goes without saying that the percussion is truly a heartbeat. Um, I have a fondness for, for that's really what I seek out in, in music is percussion. Um, because without that, I, I just, I'm just sort of lost. But, but it just really lends itself to the pulse of creativity in, in all of this, this work, right? Yes. So what happens after this performance? You're going to uh, document the work, right? Mm-hmm. And then where will it be seen, or where will we be able to download it or, or take a look at it? I'll have it on all social media okay. platforms. Okay. Um, not all of them, but mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them. Yeah. Like YouTube, uh, yeah. Vimeo, and um, social media and stuff like that. So it will be out there when the time comes, and we'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. I and would love Charlotte that. Street has a YouTube page yeah. that we okay. post ProtoLab. So if you were even like, what is a ProtoLab? You could get on our YouTube channel yeah. and see past ones. We've been doing yeah. this for um, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And so it's different every time. Yeah. So even if you think you've yeah. been to it, you haven't been to it. I love it. Yeah. You know, and what I want to do is, is go around the room because, again, as uh, individual performers and, and artists and all that, if you want to share your personal page or let us know what you're doing aside from this uh, particular proto lab. Um, if there's something coming up, a performance or that, if you want to share that with our listeners. Okay, uh, my name is Adrian Halpern <laughs> at uh, adrianhalpern.com. I have the uh, Charlotte Street fun coming up next Thursday. Be there before 7:30. It starts exactly at 7:30. Um, I have a show coming up in Chicago at the Elephant Room Gallery. Um, I had an I got an award for um, video projection at, in um, Redmond, Washington, coming up in December. Congratulations! And, and thank you. And yeah. then I have a solo show at um, excuse me Arts on Broadway in Kansas yeah. City um, in December. And then I have a solo show in January at the South Branch Library in Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, I, I love that. And mm-hmm. and again, uh, share your your website or uh, it's just adrianhalpern.com and okay. all my links are linked up to that. okay good good thank, thank you. you yeah this is xavier omnison fleming um i am currently really just focusing on this project um we do have a show coming up on december 5th at traditional music society um it's a showcase um and uh it's actually our the first winter showcase that i've had um um, the pleasure to be a part of. Other than that, um, omnisonmusic.com uh, is where uh, my latest releases. Um, mm. I have a um, an instrumental album and a, a single release. Uh, I'll be releasing um, some work. Some well, some is a bad word. A lot of work <laughs> I have in like on the shelf. I will slowly but surely be released. Um, and. Um, other than that, I am just kind of working in the background to get a live show band uh, project going, uh, pro- hopefully in the spring. Oh, yeah, you'll do it. You'll do it. <laughs> I'm Rich Joker 70 Lester. That's JKR70. 
and uh, you could find my music at jkr70 at bandcamp.com human crop circles at bandcamp.com and i'm a music producer for a group called mokes which is m-o-k-s that's missouri kansas abbreviations and you can listen to all their music at mokeshiphop.com how's it going my name is denzel malav also known as dj um, I'm part of a band called Stranded in the City. I'm one of the percussionists in the band. Uh, we have upcoming gigs uh, November 23rd. Well, I think that was canceled, sorry. Uh, December 10th <laughs> at Westport Flea Market and December 17th at Westport Flea Market, the second and last gig of the year. Um, please make it out if you can. Half price beers, half price burgers. Um, <laughs> also, towards the end of the year, being a part of Traditional Music Society. I've been honored to perform in the Kwanzaa celebration every year. Um, and this year is always gonna be something different, but this year, um, I believe Bird, Bird Fleming and Traditional Music Society will be performing as well as Isoke and um, uh, a few other groups as well. Um, if you have the opportunity to, please come and check it out. Um, it's a wholesome experience. Where's that going to take place? Uh, that's going to be taking place at the Gym Theater on oh, 18th and Vine, no. right across the street from the Negro League uh, Baseball oh. Museum. That is a great venue. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. also want to give a shout out to Eddie Moore because he wasn't here. He's the other yeah, part yeah. of this. And you can find him yeah. at Moore Piano on Instagram. It's probably the easiest way. Um, he's super busy, does lots of cool projects. Um, he could be a whole show. So <laughs> just go check him out on Instagram and um, or show up Thursday. Well, you know, I, I, I really want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to share what your project is and to share, you know, who you are here at, at KKFI because it, it really matters. And I think this is really going to be a spectacular performance. I mean, music and visual and, uh, yeah, you know, you can't go wrong with it. And, again, I want to mention that that's going to take place Thursday, November 30th at the Charlotte Street Stern Theater at 3333 Wyoming Street, Kansas City, Missouri, 730 sharp. Yeah, you don't want to miss this. Um, you got to be ready for some spontaneous and unpredictable rhythm of visual and sounds. I like that. Yeah. Any last words, guys? Any? Yeah. Um, I just want to say hi to my son, Koa, and hopefully his room is picked up. How when I that? get home and, <laughs> <laughs> and that we're going to play Legos in a minute. How old and is thank he? you again, Maria. Oh, you bet. How old is he? He's six. Oh, my God. Oh, so cute. So cute. Oh, he's a troublemaker. I'm not. Don't, 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 <laughs> and don't, don't get too nice with me right now. That doesn't fall too far from the tree, right? <laughs> Anybody else want to? I just want yeah. to thank you for having us on. Oh, this absolutely. was great. Yeah. You know, and, and I would invite you back anytime. And actually, you know, if there's recorded music or anything recorded that we can play and then talk about, kind of have a, a, a talk back here, I would certainly invite you back to, to share your comments and uh, all of that. We love that. That would be nice. Yeah. Amazing. Also, yeah. Uh, a side note for those who are listening, uh, please tune in to strandedinthecityband.com. Uh, our album just released. Um, it is everywhere, Spotify, um, iTunes. We also have physical copies as well as merch. Our calendar is there as well. So that is strandedinthecityband, no spaces, dot com. 
on MySpace, too. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Woo Wednesday. <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you all for coming out today. I really appreciate it. Please, please promise me that you'll be back, and we'll see you there Thursday, September th- or November 30th at the Charlotte Street Stern Theater, 730 Sharp at 3333 Wyoming. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Hey, we're going to be right back with Art Speak Radio after this. It's Thanksgiving, and we thought it would give us an opportunity to appreciate the work of our volunteer programmers on the Heartland Labor Forum throughout 2023 by playing clips of some of our best shows and as a kind of review of labor highlights from the year. Our volunteer, Mark Galis, has nobly sacrificed his Thanksgiving week to review past shows and make the selection. Thursday at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday at 5 a.m. This is MC Richardson, Chairman of the United Minority Media Association, inviting you to participate in Yuma's 50th anniversary, Saturday, December the 2nd, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Bruce O. Watkins Cultural Heritage Center, 3700 Blue Parkway, KCMO, workshops, presentations, and awards, plus a luncheon. For more information and donations, call 816-694-2273.
dreamed I saw the silver spaceships fly in the yellow haze of the sun. There were children crying and colors flying all around the chosen ones. All in a dream, all in a dream, the loading had begun. Flying Mother Nature's silver sea to a new home in the sun. Flying Mother Nature's silver sea to a new Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two, two takes in a movie currently playing in theaters or streaming. The Killer is a Netflix drama focused on the self-talk of an accomplished assassin. Michael Fassbender plays the killer. Tilda Swinton plays a smaller role as an expert killer. The plot shows what can happen to the assassin if he botches a job. The Killer is a violent and stylish story about this methodical and philosophical hitman whose world is upended when a hit goes wrong. Director David Fincher is one of the very best in the business, known for movies like The Social Network and Fight Club. Here, he employs a studious approach with dashes of tongue-in-cheek humor. The primary focus of this film is how this killer does his jobs and how his mind works. The monologues is a gem of detailed wisdom, such as the idle hours are the ones that lead a man to ruin or fight only the battle you're paid to fight. One of the interesting aspects of this movie is how it upends the killer's self-assured but dubious principles when he's confronted with a series of challenges that force him to uh, reconnect with the humanity that he's rejected for his profession. But frankly, Susan, the killer isn't to be taken too seriously. Some of Fincher's other movies about killers, like Seven, Zodiac, uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and Gone Girl, they lack this movie's tongue-in-cheek approach. The Killer is a stylish film as well as fascinating. Those who enjoy true crime fiction will enjoy this film, but it's not grisly. The Killer is a slick and amoral thriller that's as stone-cold as its protagonist. I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two. Maria Vasquez-Boyd here on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're on every Wednesday from noon to one. And then we're going to switch mid-year, I'm sorry, mid-June, mid-January. (laughs) <laughs> we'll be going to 9 o'clock in the morning, so you'll have to get up a little bit earlier or, you know, just uh, download one of our podcasts from our website or iTunes. But uh, at any rate, we're here today. We're here today with Jane Booth, Annie Herrero, Elise Garliardi, and we're going to talk everything about art because there's some wonderful work up right now at the Sherry Leedy Gallery, Contemporary Gallery, uh, Sherry Leedy Le- <laughs> Oh, Maria, Sherry Leedy Contemporary. 
Art at 2004 Baltimore Avenue, SherryLeedy.com, and it's up now through December 23rd. So we have work by Jane Booth and Annie. And Elise, tell us a little bit what's going on there down at this at the gallery. Yeah, so um, right now we have two solo exhibitions, Jane Booth, Earth, Water, Sky, um, her large, abstract, colorful paintings, and then Annie Herrero, which is uh, newly represented by Sherry, and her show is titled From the Ground Up. Yeah, I, it, it's just really wonderful, and, and this work will be up through December 23rd, so you have some time to see it, but I really would encourage you to to take a look, um, especially after you hear Jane Booth talk about her work, because it's just and so inspiring and so beautiful, ethereal. Um, let's hear from Jane. How are you, my friend? Great to be on your show, Maria. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You bet. It's uh, it's always wonderful to see you. Um, you know, working in your studio, you're you're in rural Kansas, so you gain a lot of inspiration from that outdoors and around you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's really the main source. And uh, not that they are uh, represent, represented, representing, you know, earth, water, sky, mm-hmm. but that's where they come from. Mm-hmm. And so this, my studio has two big, two great big sliding doors on, uh, that are opposite of each other. And so even all through the year, um, four seasons, there's a mm. beautiful view of how the earth changes and turns seasons and... Uh, it's just a beautiful thing. I think the change in the weather is my very favorite thing of all. Yeah. And, of course, with that, you know, the light that changes uh, during the course of the day and, and, and then again in the seasons, right? That's right. It does. Yeah. And, this, yeah, the studio has dramatic windows, dramatic lighting that comes rolling through. So it's that I think it is um, the work comes from the experience of the land and of the natural world and then it just gets percolated through and comes uh, manifests as um, as sort of a I think a visual journal of that experience Mm. and uh, as close to the bone as it can be so uh, for me, the, my particular kind of working, if I layer concept in between that, it, it kind of wrecks the work. It needs to be more direct experience. And um, not always obvious to me that they're journals, but in looking mm. back, very mm-hmm. definitely, it tells a story of, of life out there. Well... And, and your experience, uh, when I'm reading your, your statement here, that you start each morning in the studio sitting on the sofa looking out big glass doors to the southeast, overlooking a field of mixed grasses with a small uh, spring-fed pond in the center. So this is, is this a reinterpretation of your observation, or is it fed by your observation? And, you know, how, how is that, how do you begin work on on the canvas from from where you're at, from where you sit? So, for example, uh, if it's a stormy period of time and there is all of the energy of the 
billowing clouds and mm. uh, the winds and the rain and the wind whistles through these windows at the top of the studio when it's blown from the northwest, which is part of the experience, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all of that together is pretty dramatic and so and feels dramatic. So from that drama, there is expression. Um, mm. And if the days are lazy, summer, spring, um, you're watching the insects come through and the migration of the birds, beautiful emerald greens, then mm. that is a uh, more grounded, uh, earthier experience. And I think those marks are, they're, they express that. So it's the, the atmosphere is the background of the color, I mean, of the painting, and that probably comes from emotion. And then the marks that are on there mm -hmm. come from sort of life moving through. Well, and, and here you suggest that it's a calligraphy of gesture that akins to, uh, akin to dance, right? That's right. I if love I, that. Oh, yeah, well, if the, if, when I'm working, if I can have my energy be more in the body, in, if I can have the energy be mm -hmm. more sort of in the chest and mm. in the belly, so I'm working with and from the body rather than from my head, that is sort of that energetic flow that I'm referring to. I love it. And often your, your work, uh, your, they're large-scale paintings anywhere uh, ranging upward of 15 feet, right? That's right. Wow. Upwards of 15 feet. <laughs> I love that. If you just tuned in, I'm talking with Jane Booth, artist, and, and I would also say that you're really kind of a poet. When, when you know, reading your statement, it's like um, you're giving me so much tactile information and this narrative, it really <laughs> reads like poetry. I, I love that about your work. What do you, what do you, what was uh, your goal in terms of what you want viewers to see in your work or experience in your work? I don't paint thinking about that, but I know from my mm -hmm. own experience that the large, the scale, if it's larger than I am, mm -hmm. there is kind of an immersion that's available. And given the impact of the color and the marks that you know, the, the bigger, yeah. it, it's just exciting yeah. to make it like that. Yeah. And I always love to find out that the viewers, it's like this with all art, but everybody comes to the painting with what they yeah. have experienced, yeah. and it's a different feeling for them. Because I know as, as important as it is for you to, to sort of convey what you're feeling, what you're seeing, and, and all from your studio or from, from the place that you're painting, um, you know, I, I love the fact that I can look at the work and just feel feel somewhat of that, but it can also feel something so spiritual and something so moving and, and generous in, in the color and the content, uh, you know, in the in the lines that that you create. Um, that it's it's like my own sort of private, <laughs> you know, paradise oh, when, when I see your work. I love that, Maria. Thank you. You bet. Now, is there a catalog? Did, did I see somewhere uh, on the website? There will be a catalog okay. coming out. Right now, 
Uh, if you visit our YouTube channel, you can see a walkthrough of mm -hmm. Jane's exhibition, mm -hmm. um, as well as listen to a conversation between her and Annie on opening night about oh, yeah, their work. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, you can just see uh, her work on our website, SherryLady.com. But I know that you have some video of you working outside where you've got your canvas on concrete and you're just sort of working through that. I love that. I love that, Jane. I love seeing your um, your work in progress. Well, thanks. Yeah, those uh, big concrete pads were a big uh, design consideration when we built the studio. Uh -huh. um, the uh, the canvases, it's really nice if it's good enough weather to start the canvases outside yeah. and pin them down so that they're yeah. not blowing around. And then you can use a hose to size the canvas and yeah. start pouring the paint on. It's just really dynamic, and it has a different feeling than when you're that when you're inside being a little more careful. I, I love that it also offers us a view of what you see, what you experience there in that space, because you know, you can talk about it and, and you know, in rural Kansas and the prairie and all that, but when you actually see it, it's like, oh my gosh, I get this, you know, I understand why these paintings are so large and so, you know, immersed in, in, in this ethereal sort of, um, you know, mark making and color and all that. I mean, it's just a real treat, a real treat. Ah, oh, thank you. You know, I have to break away because we've got to air some underwriting, and then we're going to be back with Jane Booth and Annie Herrero and our good friend Elise. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, KC, it's Warren Williams, also known as Dub. Inviting you to check out my show, Dub's Groove, now airing on KKFI on Wednesdays from 3 to 6 p.m. I serve up a veritable feast of classic R&B and soulful jazz. I slip in some Latin, gospel, deep cuts as well. Listen live at 90.1 FM or online at kkfi.org. If you miss a show and like to catch up, search the internet for KKFI archives, and you'll find the last two shows there. Check it out. You might just dig it. KKFI values the opinions of our community, and we want you to be heard. Let us know what you think about our programs by going online to the KKFI Listener Survey. Go to kkfi.org survey. Maria Vasquez-Boyd here on Art Speak Radio, 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Yay! So that all in one breath. Uh, Jane Booth is here. Annie Herrero and Elise Galliardi are here. We're talking about art. And, and I want to switch gears and talk with Annie Herrero because this is her first time on Arts Week Radio. And she's got work um, showing for the first time, I believe, at Sherry Leedy Contemporary Gallery. And we're so happy to have you here, Annie. And the work will be up through December 23rd, right? Yes, it will. And thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So uh, you are originally from Kansas City, right? No, so I'm actually oh. <laughs> from um, Northern California, but my family oh, is from that. Kansas City. Um, and so I okay. grew up spending my summers out here. Um, so I'm very familiar with the area. The landscape has always held a big appeal for me. And um, in many ways, the, the body of work that I'm showing at Sherry's um, is kind of an homage to 
to the landscape of the Midwest. I love that. I love that. You know, in reading uh, about your work, um, there are some figures that also play prominently um, within your your pieces, right? Yes. Um, so there are four figurative paintings and then I think four self-portraits as well. Um, the figurative series began with the painting States' Rights, which is the first overtly political painting I've ever done. Um, it depicts a woman with blood between her legs and a coat hanger. Um, and it is my response to the trigger bans that went into effect in Missouri. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was so taken by your work um, because there's, there's, I want to say that the, the color is somewhat muted, but it's just really incredibly beautiful. And it has sort of this illumination behind it. Is that... Am I correct in, in responding yes, that way? Yes. Um, yeah. So my palette is, I mostly use four colors, um, just black, red, yellow, and white. Um, I actually, for the first time in 10 years, used blue pigment um, on one of the paintings. So uh, that was kind of an interesting departure yeah. for me. But in keeping the palette that limited, um, you're really telling the aesthetic story through uh, light effect. And so that's why the luminosity is so important. I mean, that, that was one thing that really caught my eye was that luminosity. And it made me think of uh, old master's work. Yeah. You know? um, so I, I've i always had a fascination with the Baroque. And so mm. um, having that kind of cinematic feel where you're kind of alternating between um, like the visual and then the plot line telling the narrative um, has always... Uh, been of interest to me. Mm -hmm. I love that. And of course, the landscape has always been close to your, your heart, yeah? Yes. Um, so as I said, I, I'm from Northern California, you know, grew up in, in the redwoods and stuff and uh, kind of on the coast. But um, it's really the, the hedgerows and kind of um, the big skies that have always appealed to me um, in the Midwest. And when I eventually moved here, um, it just kind of felt like coming home to that landscape. Mm, mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, it, it's, it strikes me as really interesting and really a challenge when you limit yourself to the, the colors that you speak of. I mean, just a smaller palette and creating these landscapes and all. Um, how, how did that come about? I mean, was it just by choice or then you realize, oh, this is, this is sort of the tools that I'm going to stay within. I mean, was it a challenge for yourself at, at the beginning? It was. Um, so I initially started to use the limited palette on my own. I was reading a book mm -hmm. about the old masters and uh, learned that they use an earth tone palette. Mm -hmm. And I really respond to the colors like terracottas and siennas and stuff like that. Um, but I actually apprenticed with a Norwegian figurative painter, Odd Nerdrum, um, for nine months, and wow. he uses something called the Apelles palette, which, uh, as I mentioned, was just the black, white, yellow, and red. Um, mm. And so it it seems like it would be more difficult, but actually it really helps you kind of manage color harmony. You know, I, I, I could see that. I know that when, when I work with a lot of color, I, I 
normally don't have a problem with that. You know, it's like those those crayons in, in the box that you, you gravitate towards. But when I work in black and white, it's a whole other sort of process because, because it just is. You know, uh, there's so many uh, different values of, of black and, and white. Um, but at any rate, I, I love that. Would you share with us your social media platforms so that people can find out more about your work and, and uh, take a look at it as we talk? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Anne Herrero on Instagram. That's A-N-N-E-H-E-R-R-E-R-O. And then I have a website too. It's anneherrero.com. I love that. And, of course, I, I forgot to mention that uh, Jane Booth is janebooth.com. And, you know, currently you're showing both we're showing both artists at Sherry Lady Contemporary Art at 2004 Baltimore Avenue. What, what is there something, a commonality between the two works? Because I know Jane works very, well, very large and very abstract and just sort of, I, I don't know, Jane, uh, maybe free association, perhaps, that? Why don't, Annie, why don't you answer that? Okay, um, <laughs> so I think actually uh, we have, there are a lot of commonalities in our yeah. work. One, um, formally, is that we both uh, work in layers. And so um, I see in your work um marks as being kind of figures and mm, so mm. um as the ground kind of uh is introduced over the marks the figures kind of um, emerge and then disappear into that and that's a uh, kind of a technique that i use too um kind of softening edges and and things like that um and so in terms of developing a figure ground relationship um, the figures certainly are represented differently, but um, I think formally they're treated in a very similar manner. Um, and then the other similarity is uh, this connection to the land. Um, and I think that we both mm -hmm. we both really love um, just kind of going on hikes and uh, and just being in the wilderness and. Uh, I think that that informs both of our processes. I like that. That Yeah, great answer. You know, is there anything that uh, we haven't talked about that you want, <clears throat> excuse me, to mention at this time? And, and I should ask Elise, too, is there another artist talk coming? I know that you had one at the beginning, uh, the opening reception. Do we have one for later at the closing? Or? We don't have another oh, artist talk. Okay, go ahead. Am I good? Yeah. All right. We don't have another artist talk planned, but they will be both at the gallery on uh, December 13th, Saturday, December 13th. 16th. Oh, 16th. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. um, so if you'd like to meet them or come oh, yeah. and talk to them about their work, we invite you to please come and hang out with us. Yeah, that'll so. be one to four okay. on Saturday. Okay. Now, do people have to make uh, reservations, or do can they just show up at that time? No. So we are open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 5. Um, if there is particular work you're interested in seeing, then we ask that you set up an appointment okay. so that we can um, give you our full attention. Uh, otherwise, you are welcome to come anytime. 
I it's love a that. nice venue because yeah. uh, it's not it's just a small group and so there's really a chance to walk walk through the show and talk with people about the work mm-hmm. good you know and and I want to ask you beyond uh, the the work that's exhibited here is there something coming up that you want to share with us uh, with our listeners um, maybe in 2024 do you have other in, uh, exhibitions that you'll be showing work at or a couple, of, a couple of ideas and possibilities, but okay. I don't have anything okay. firmed up. I'll be in a, two group shows, but okay. I don't have the dates. Okay. And Annie? Um, so I'm actually, this is a little bit off topic, but I will be <laughs> teaching an online uh, cast drawing class, which is the cast is, it's a plaster copy taken from a sculpture. So um, if you're interested in my process, um, you can sign up through the New York Academy of Art. Um, and then I'm just going to be focusing on kind of rebuilding my inventory. Mm, nice, nice. I like that. Uh, you know, and, and Jane, as I mentioned, um, you, well, both of you, your work will be up through December 23rd. So you have um, some time to, to take a look at the work. And then possibly there will be a catalog available down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I invite you to sign up for our newsletter blast uh, on sh- at sherrylady.com. And that way you can stay tuned with what we're doing, oh, yeah. the shows that we're having. And also, um, I will be sending out an announcement of those catalogs uh, when they are finished. That's awesome. I want to thank you so much, Jane, for joining me. I've, we've known each other for a number of years now. Thanks, Artist Inc. And it was great to meet you, Annie Herrero. You too. And Elise, you're always welcome. Anytime. You. you know, yes. we love Sherry Lady because you bring such wonderful work to our community for our eyes, for us to really ingest and fill it in our heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sherry is amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Sherry. Thank you both. Er, thank you, all three of you, for, for joining us today. Thanks oh. so much, Maria. It was thank a real you, pleasure. You thank bet. You. Come back anytime. I also want to say thank you to Adrian Halpern and Xavier Omnisan Fleming, uh, Rich Lester, Joker70, and Denzel James Allen, and of course, Patrick Alexander. Hey, next week, oh gosh, it's the end of November, and uh, we'll be talking with Philip Eirik, Joseph. Joseph uh, Broghammer, I believe that's his name, Broghammer, and Studio Givix, Corey, and uh, yeah, so that's next week, November 29th, the very end of November. Stay tuned next for Jeff Harshbarger. He's going to bring you the best in jazz, I swear, I swear. Uh, I want to thank you all so much for listening, and honey, I'm coming home.